24 Tishrei, Chav Dalet Tishrei, Tzadik, his life, 24, 127. This was his state of mind then, as he traveled to Medvedevka for Shabbat Shira, just as he had done regularly for, for several years now. All of a sudden he was held up and had to spend Shabbat in a village together with those of his followers who had traveled with him and the few people who had come out to meet him. They were all forced to spend the Shabbat in Halev Kievka. They had brought nothing to eat or drink. They were forced to eat chalot made of corn and make kiddush over the bread because they did not have a cup of wine for kiddush. They had no knives or other eating utensils. The Rebbe later described their entire Shabbat stage by stage and at great length. After Shabbat, he traveled on to Medvedevka. Monday was Tubishvat. They made a festive meal, and the Rebbe sat there with his followers and delivered the lesson he was due to have given them on Shabbat. Happy is he who is worthy of understanding a single thing of what happened to the Rebbe. In everything that happened to him, the most awesome and mysterious secrets were involved. 25. 128. After the Rebbe's return from Lemberg, he no longer traveled about in the Ukraine to teach as he did formerly. Once, on Shabbat Shira, he was talking about how in earlier times he would go traveling at this time of the year and give wonderful Torah lessons. He spoke with a feeling of nostalgia and emotion. He spoke of how sitting in the coach on the journey was something all by itself. Then, when he arrived at the edge of the town he was traveling to, and the people would come out to meet him and pay their respects, that was something different. When he went into the town, that was something else. When he gave his discourse there, that was something different again. When he was given money, that was something else again. The Rebbe listed a number of different aspects of each trip and said how each one was something separate all by itself. The inference is that in every single detail of each journey, there was an awesome and mystical task which he had to fulfill. Rabbi Nachman's wisdom, his pilgrimage, 7. The Rebbe said, Every step that I take to the Holy Land will be at the risk of my life. I want to leave right now, no matter how, even without a penny in my pocket. Those who take pity on me will give me something. Those closest to him immediately traveled to the nearby villages to gather a small sum, accumulating enough for him to leave. He made plans for the journey with the greatest urgency, not wanting to delay for any reason whatsoever. On Lagba Omer, the 18th day of Eir, 5558, May 4th, 1798, he set forth quickly and enthusiastically. He made a pact with one of his followers, and they traveled together. 8. On Lagba Omer, the Rebbe left his home in Medvedevka, heading toward Nikolaev. There he found a ship transporting grain and took it as far as Odessa. At that time, Emissaries and other Jews traveling to the Holy Land were afraid to go by way of Odessa, as the route was rumored to be dangerous. But the Rebbe realized immediately that it was better to take a ship from Odessa for many reasons. First of all, the way from his home was much shorter than by the alternative route through Galatz. Also, this route avoided a more serious peril, for the route through Galatz involved great danger in sailing from the Danube River into the Black Sea. Therefore, the Rebbe ignored the rumors and departed from Nikolaev, taking the route through Odessa to Istanbul. The Aleph Bet Book Eating A. 7. The altar 
abolishes evil decrees, atones for sin, nourishes and endears. One's table is comparable to the altar. 8. When a person eats without first washing his hands, as the Torah law prescribes, it is as if he visited a prostitute. Whoever ridicules this religious requirement is uprooted from the world. 9. One should not drink water in public. B. 1. A person whose being reflects the godly image is elevated through eating living things. The inverse is also true, as one who does not reflect the godly image is brought down by eating living things. 2. Eating fish arouses the desire for marital relations. 3. God is made known, made known in the world through the grace after meals. 4. Reciting the grace after meals brings the country's government relief from disputes and wars. Kitzur Likutei Moharan 1, Lesson number 10 And these are the laws. Exodus 21, 1 1. Dancing and hand-clapping effect a sweetening of harsh judgments. 2. God's greatest honor is when those people who are furthest away from Him draw themselves close to His service. For at that time the name of the Holy One, blessed is He, is exalted and honored above and below, Zohar 69a, and his honor is increased and elevated. Therefore, each person must strive to bring those who are far away from God closer to him. Moreover, no person may ever despair of being able to draw close to the service of God because he has grown so far from him as a result of his many sins. And this is true even if he has done much evil indeed, God forbid. To the contrary, the more distant he is, the more he will increase God's honor when he tries to return and draw close to him, since this is God's greatest honor. But it is impossible for a person who is far from God to draw close in the proper way, except through the tzaddikim of the generation. 3. The true tzaddikim elevate prayer to extremely high levels, to the point that they reveal God's divinity and kingship to all of the world's inhabitants, even those who are extremely far away, namely the wicked Jews and the Gentiles. And this revelation, to these people in particular, is the most powerful testimony of the greatness of the Holy One, blessed is He. For the best witness to the greatness of the Holy One is that even those who are very far from Him, even the heathens, should know that there is a God who controls and rules the world, as is brought down in the Holy Zohar 2.69a. Therefore, when a person has a sick person or some other trouble in his home, let him turn to a wise man who will arouse mercy for him. Bhavabhatra 116a Since the only ones who really know about prayer are the tzaddikim of the generation, God reaps great delight from this, since the Holy One, blessed is He, desires the prayers of tzaddikim, Yivamot 64a, and He has pleasure from them. 4. There exist proud and arrogant people who keep themselves and others from going to the tzaddikim so that the latter may pray for them, and in doing so, prevent God's desire from being fulfilled. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The King and the Emperor Meanwhile, there was an elderly king who had an only son. He married his son off and gave him his kingdom. The king's son said that he would take a journey by sea with his wife so as to accustom her to the sea air. Then, if heaven forbid, they were ever forced to flee by sea, she would be prepared. 
He took his wife and royal ministers and sailed off on a ship. They were very happy, and they played games. Then they all decided to take off their clothes. The king and royal ministers on the ship were so elated that they decided to undress, leaving on only their shirts. They then had a contest to see who could climb the mast. The king's son tried to climb first. Meanwhile, the emperor's daughter approached in her ship, and she saw the other ship with the king's son and the ministers. At first, she was afraid to come close. But when the women saw that the men were playing games, they realized that they were not pirates, so they came closer. Restore my soul. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom 3. Perhaps you have not reached the point of truly serving God. You can still wait for God. As it is written, Be strong and brave, all you who wait longingly for God. Psalms 31.25 Let nothing in the world throw you, because there is no worse evil than despair. You should encourage your friends so that they too will let nothing bring them to despair. You can still give encouragement to your friends even when you know in the secrecy of your own heart all the problems that are afflicting you. It is easier to encourage your friends than to strengthen yourself, for a prisoner cannot free himself from prison. Brachot 5b You may know yourself how far you are from the service of God, but you can still give all kinds of support to your friends. You can revive them and restore their souls. And through this, it may come about that you also will be worthy of returning to the service of God. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, number 120. 4. In some cases, people draw close to God's service for a time, but then they fall away. Even so, that brief time of closeness is precious indeed in the eyes of God, no matter what happens later. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, number 123. Rabbi Nussin's Letters, Year 1. Letter number 15. Greetings to my beloved son. May he live. The carrier of this letter will explain everything that you should immediately write to Ribbon Aftali and so on. I had told myself that this time I would not respond to the crying and lamenting which fills your letters. But because of my love for you, I cannot resist, and I will respond briefly. You write that you are constantly assailed. Well, you should know that everyone else is too. I, too, have been attacked terribly, more than you can imagine. But man was created to toil and struggle in this world, and he must strive to overcome. Man was born to suffer. Happy is he who struggles, labors, and suffers in his efforts to escape his thoughts. Even the effort that one puts in is as pleasing to God as a sacrificial offering. This idea is expressed in the verse, for you, we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Psalms 44.23 As explained in his holy books. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom number 12 You need, as you know, to constantly remind yourself that a person can direct his thoughts anywhere he wishes and that it is absolutely impossible to think two thongs at once. If, nonetheless, your thoughts still run off to filthy places, you have to grab them like a horse by its halter and steer them back where they belong. You already know, as well, that you must not pay attention to these thoughts. Let the guy stand there. See Likutei Mohoran 1, Lesson 72. Just do whatever you're doing, whether it be attending to business or studying Torah, 
and do not look back at them. Beyond this, amid all the distracting and bothersome thoughts, you can take heart and cheer yourself that at least you are not one of those who oppose the point of truth, the great light. His holy books explain, too, the positive side to all this, that for a person in your situation, every little motion or effort one makes to remove himself from evil and attach himself to good is extremely precious to God. Likutei Moharan 2, Lesson 48 Sometimes, he says, these thoughts are even sent on purpose, just so that the evil animals and the pure ones, i.e. the bad and good thoughts, can fight it out. Likutei Moharan 1, Lesson 233 We received much more similar material from the Rebbe as well, all the most wonderful advice and encouragement. The main point is that a person must strive with all his resources to take charge of his thoughts. As for what you are experiencing, pay no attention to it at all. Most important, keep in mind and believe in the power of the Holy Elder, in whom we take refuge eternally. As the Rebbe said, God is extremely exalted, and people know nothing about it at all. Everything will turn into good through God's great power which is constantly bestowing new and miraculous loving-kindness on the world. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom number 1 God's kindness is endless and is renewed every morning. Press on constantly, be strong, and hope in God. The words of your father, Nassan of Breslov. Rabbi Nassan's Letters, Year 2 Letter number 242 As for the outcry here, I have already told you a little, and I cannot describe it in detail. Praise God, though, we have many supporters. Even on the physical level, they constitute a majority, and this is beside the many who are with us in the spiritual realm. But arrogance and audacity, chutzpah, is kingship without a crown, Sanhedrin 105a. And even the arrogant themselves are constantly full of remorse. I see on each occasion, though, that God also wants our prayers, and this is why these things continue to happen. It is all to remind us to pray before Him. Then, in the process of praying about this, we will also pray for our own needs. The main thing is to draw close to God. This is the foundation of everything. And everything that happens to every person hints at this. God is our salvation and our hope that everything will soon be rectified and that everything will turn into good with God's help. Nassan, the same. Letter number 243. With thanks to God, Sunday, Korach, 5597, Nemerov. My dear beloved son, the learned Rabbi Yitzchak, may his light shine. Along with all his children, may they live. I received your letter on Tuesday, Torah reading Shalach, and I was extremely pleased. I had been waiting and yearning all the time to see your letter. My hopes were disappointed, though, as your letter did not come until that Tuesday. Thank God who has helped me thus far, that you had good news for me about your children's health, may they live, and that you received my letter. Thank God who has helped me thus far, and praise God, things have now quieted down here a little. Nonetheless, I am still constantly afraid whenever our comrades gather together here, and I have no idea how to act in this matter. Thank God, last Shabbat I had four righteous guests here, and thank God, I spoke words of truth and was somewhat joyful. Everything I said was related to the Midrash I wrote you about. Only encourage those who encourage themselves. 
I am pressured right now. And besides, I do not know with whom this letter will be sent, since I am sending it to Breslov, so I cannot go on. The words of your father, waiting for salvation soon for the sake of his holy name, Nassan of Breslov. Let me know the good news about what is going on. Shemot HaTzadikim Eila HaKohanim Halavim Asher Alo Im Zerubavel Ben Shaltiel V'Yeshua Sroya, Yirmiya, Ezra, Amaria, Maluch, Chatush, Shechania, Rechum, Meremot, Ido, Gintoi, Avia, Miyamin, Maadia, Bilga, Shemaya, Yoyariv, Yedaya, Salu, Amok, Chilkia, Yedaya, Halavim, Yeshua, Binui, Kadmiel, Sherevia, Yehuda, Matanya, Vakbukia, Uni, Yoyakim, Eliashiv, Yoyada, Yonatan, Yadua, Mariah, Hananya, Meshulam, Yehochanan, Yonatan, Yosef, Adna, Chelkai, Zechariah, Meshulam, Zichri, Piltai, Shamua, Yehonatan, Matanai, Uzi, Kalai, Ever, Chashavia, Netanel, Hoshaya, Chatsi Sare Yehuda, Azaria, Ezra, Meshulam, Yehuda, Vinyamin, Shemaya, Yirmia, Zechariah ben Yonatan ben Shemaya ben Matanya ben Michaya ben Zakur ben Asaf, Shemaya, Azarel, Milalai, Gilalai, Ma'ai, Netanel, Yehuda, Hanani, Eliakim, Maaseya, Minyamin, Michaya, Elioenai, Zacharia, Hanania, Maaseya, Shemaya, Elazar, Uzi, Yehochanan, Malkia, Elam, Azer, Yizrachia Hapakid, Shelemia Hakohen, Tzadok Hasofer, Fidaya, Hanan ben Zakur ben Matanya, Yitro, Yehonadav ben Rechav, Gedalia ben Achikam, Elimelech, Naami, Rut, Matityahu ben Yochanan Kohen Gadol Chashmonai, and his sons, Yehuda Makabai, the Bachor, firstborn, the second Yonatan, the third Yochanan, the fourth Shimon, the fifth Elazar. Reb Nussin's Prayers 1 Prayer number 13 I have come before you now, Hashem, my God, and God of my fathers, to ask you to have mercy on me and take pity on my poor soul. Show me what I should do now that the true tzaddikim have left the world because of our many sins. We have been abandoned like a solitary mast at the top of a mountain. The tzaddik has been lost, yet no one stops to ponder it. The men of piety have been taken, yet no one understands. The tzaddik has been taken so as not to see the coming evil. Loving, merciful Father in heaven, look at the desperate plight we are in. We are now experiencing the fulfillment of the prophecy that a time of trouble will come for Jacob, the likes of which never was. You have struck us with a blow which is not written in the Torah. This is the death of the tzaddikim those faithful leaders who used to carry us like a nurse carries a suckling child. They had compassion in our souls. They were constantly looking to heal and revive our souls and renew our days of darkness like the eagle. Where should we turn to now? 
Where should we run for refuge? Where should we look for help? Master of the universe, see what a pitiful state we are in. Our hearts are full of pain and sorrow. We are like sheep being led to the slaughter. Look at what I have become. I go around like a fugitive and a wanderer. I'm like a body without a soul, a mindless robot. I'm like a captainless boat drifting in the heart of the sea, with the storm wind blowing stronger and stronger every moment. My sins make it seem impossible that I will ever, ever be able to come close to you. The pathways of Teshuvah are hidden from me. I have no idea how to set about gaining wisdom and understanding, or how to develop the strength to fight against my evil inclination and break it and force it into submission to you, so that I will be able to turn to you sincerely with all my heart. I have strayed far away from your holiness, Hashem. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Search out your servant, for I have not forgotten your commandments. Hashem, you know that no matter how many confessions I make to you, I have still not begun to express my thoughts and explain to you how far I feel myself to be from you. It is impossible to find words to express how far away I am and how many mistakes I have made. I don't know where I am in the world. All I know is how distant I feel from you and how much damage I have done. From the time I was young until today, I have not had a single day I could call perfect and flawless. Even on those occasions when you helped me arouse myself and start trying to serve you, I was never able to persist and keep following the path of holiness for more than a short while. Even when you have helped me, I have not had pity on myself. I have not tried to stand firm for even a single day. Even while the king was still sitting in his place, my behavior gave off its scent. Even so, your love and kindness are with me all the time, and you help me constantly. You have treated me kindly, but I have repaid you with evil. I am so weak and under such pressure that I desperately need you to send us a true leader, one who will constantly watch over us and have pity on the poor and needy and save the souls of the needy. I need someone who will take me by the hand and lead me out of my darkness, into the light, showing me the path to take and what I should do. Master of the universe, loving God, God of Israel, who truly loves the Jewish people, tell me, you whom my soul loves, where do you pasture your flock? Where do you put them to rest under the fierce sun of the harsh exile? Our many sins have caused us to experience the fulfillment of words of the prophet, Who will take pity on you, Jerusalem? And who will nod in sympathy with you? And who will turn aside to ask how you are? Even so, Master of the Universe, you have already promised us that there is no orphan generation. Even in this generation, there must certainly be true tzaddikim who have the power to gather up our souls and revive them and reveal new, inspiring Torah teachings that will bring us back to you in complete teshuva. Hashem our God and God of our fathers, have compassion on us and do not turn away from us. Show us the true tzaddikim of this generation and grant that we should come close to them. We have no one to depend on except you, our Father in heaven, and the true tzaddikim, through whom you lovingly help and support your people Israel.